year was 1325. Sultan Ghayasuddin Tughlaq, the monarch of Delhi, has been on a winning spree. He was able to conquer large parts of central India and had managed to make inroads into the Deccan. What remained yet unachievable was the area of Gaur and the fertile lands of Bengal whose capital Lucknowti beckoned Ghayasuddin Tughlaq with its promises of unlimited wealth. But not for long. Since soon, even Bengal had been conquered by the mighty Sultan. A remarkable victory indeed, which yielded not just land, but a lot of wealth for his treasury. News reached Delhi that Ghayasuddin was returning with a lot of slaves, riches and other bounties of war. And in Delhi, his son, the heir apparent Jana Khan and the noblemen of the court began making preparations for the grand welcome, befitting a victorious sultan. In a village called Afghanpur, approximately 10 to 12 kilometers away from Tughlaqabad, which was the newly built capital of Ghayasuddin, Jana Khan built a temporary but opulent reception camp, where the victorious Sultan and his army was to stay for a few days. The venue, having all the trappings for multiple welcome feasts, musics and dance celebrations for the battle-weary soldiers. Think of a carnival. Naturally, the Sultan would enter Afghanpur with a lot of pomp and show. Perhaps the Sultan entered in a grand procession. After all, like any celebration of victory, it was to be a showcase of new might and power gained by the victorious. Elaborate feasts were cooked. Perhaps there was a lot of wine flowing, soldiers making merry, processions of slaves, weapons and loud exhibitions of the fine jewels, silks and other unique loot brought from Bengal that included animals and birds not easily seen in northern India. There would have been prancing horses, gaily dressed dancers, all of them celebrating the occasion in a parade before the city's who's who that had gathered to welcome the Sultan and his army. A fanfare befitting a victory that was to be the stuff of votive ballads and lengthy chronicles. And then, tragedy struck. Among the many riches taken from Bengal were also a large number of elephants. And naturally, the brightly festooned elephants were also being paraded before the Sultan and his noblemen. And in a wink of an eye, the razzle-dazzle turned to chaos and gloom. The temporary wood and bamboo structures supporting the camps and sitting areas of the grand main reception hall had started shaking. As an elephant too many rushed by, people got alarmed. An uproar began, frightening the elephants even more, and they ran amok. A stampede ensued. The structure gave way and collapsed. Where was the Sultan in all of this? Soon people realized that the tents and wooden support had all caved in on Ghayasuddin as well as his younger, beloved son, Mehmood Khan, killing them both. Immediately rumors swirled around. Was it an accident or was it a conspiracy to kill the Sultan hatched by Jana Khan himself so he could ascend the throne? Many contemporary historians seem to think that it was fate. After all, Ghayasuddin trusted Jana, who was his eldest son. 
He had made John a regent of Delhi when he went for his Bengal war campaign. And as the heir apparent, John would have soon become the new sultan anyway as Ghayasuddin was pretty old. Some writers, like Ibn Battuta, insist that Jonah had designed the sitting pavilion ingeniously so that it would crash when the elephants touched it at a certain spot. But alas, all we can do is speculate. Because as the winds of time have flown by swiftly, this debate has become murkier and murkier. And today, this story survives as one of the most intriguing parades in the history of India that has left us with a mystery and a historic scandal. Did Jonah Khan, who was soon appointed the Sultan of Delhi as Muhammad bin Tughlaq, actually kill his own father? That's all for today. See you tomorrow with another interesting tale of a historical anecdote on another parade that has left its mark in history.